Support for this episode comes from Viator. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why Viator has over 300,000 bookable experiences, so there's always something for everyone. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. To the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having an outstanding start to your Thursday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, the Road to Atlanta Podcast, and the podcast to be named later, all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSBN, across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen to your podcast, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that subscribe button and you'll get the latest content when it's available. My name is Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. And as I mentioned on Tuesday, we are officially in the first full week of the 2022-2023 MLB offseason. And Alex Anthopoulos, as many of us have gotten used to over the years, is wasting little time getting to work, shaping his approach for this offseason. Over the weekend, as on Sunday, the Braves went out and they traded to get another depth piece for their outfield. They went out and traded for former Rockies outfielder Sam Hilliard to provide an additional option when it came to outfield depth. And that's one thing that you do focus on in the offseason. It's filling out your roster with intriguing options that you know may not materialize into anything at all, but once they come into your system, they could be of more value than where they previously were. So depth finds is something that definitely can help define an offseason for teams. But other moves that you see teams make early in the offseason are done to free up as much money as possible. And, And that seems to be the driving force behind what the Braves did on Wednesday, in which they traded veteran starter Jake Odorizzi to the Texas Rangers for old friend Colby Allard. Now, breaking this trade down a bit. Of course, Jake Odorizzi, was acquired from the Houston Astros at the 2022 trade deadline. A surprising move in which the Braves traded Will Smith, who once again was struggling in 2022. They traded reliever Will Smith to the Astros, who, you know, in terms of their roster, they needed a left-handed reliever. The Braves, they could have used some starting pitching depth. So the Braves traded Will Smith for Jake Odorizzi. And one of the storylines when the Braves traded for Odorizzi was the fact that he did have a player option for the 2023 season. Odorizzi's time with the Braves is about what you would expect. He did show a few flashes, though overall he struggled. Of course, don't want to sell him short at all. He His best moment was a huge moment for the Braves, in which he put together a great performance in the second-to-last game of the season against the Marlins to help the Braves clinch 
the NL East title. But coming into Wednesday, the Braves were awaiting a decision as to whether or not Odorizzi was going to opt into his $12.5 million player option for 2023. And though at the time of the trade last night, nothing was official as far as him opting in, it seemed clear that he was going to. So the Braves simply traded Odorizzi to open up as much money as possible. It's clear that Atlanta did not really have, you know, a place. They did not really have Odorizzi in the plans for 2023. So they traded him to the Rangers along with $10 million and in exchange got former Braves prospect Colby Allard. So at the end of the day, the Braves saved $2.5 million, nothing, you know, of significance, and they were gotten returned Colby Allard. Now, Allard in the past was a very intriguing pitching prospect when he was drafted by the Braves. But at the time that he was drafted, Allard was dealing with injury concerns. And though in his minor leagues, uh, you know, career with the Braves, he, has, he had shown flashes, he never was really able to put together the consistency that would have allowed for him to be a reliable rotation option for the Braves back in 2018-2019, though he did get a couple of opportunities at the major league level. Eventually, at the trade deadline of 2019, the Braves traded Colby Allard to the Rangers for Chris Martin. And though that wound up being a very good trade for the Braves, as Martin, you know, helped solidify the bullpen for Atlanta in 2019 and so on, the reason that Allard was traded for a reliever at 2019 was because there were some concerns about how successful he would be at the major league level. Well, now three over three years later, Allard being traded back to the Braves, it shows that those concerns were definitely valid as Colby Allard has not been really someone that's been able to put it together at the major league level. His only real, you know, body of work came from the 2021 season in which he put up a 5.41 ERA, though he did have a 4.64 um, XFIP, 5.37 FIP, but in 124 innings pitched, Colby Aller gave up 29 home runs and overall was three of was had three wins and twelve losses for the Rangers in 2021. So though the Braves did get back a player in this trade for Odorizzi, there's not really a lot that Kobe Allard has shown that would make Atlanta or, or, or you know really anybody in baseball feel as if he would be considered a significant return. The Braves got Allard back because he is a pitcher that they know from when the Braves previously drafted him, and perhaps back in the system he could be, could be starting pitching depth. We'll get to that in just a moment. But this trade is more about the Braves taking a piece of their roster that they didn't have plans to be in the 2023 rotation, trading him away in Jayco Rizzi and saving the money that they could on his $12.5 million player option that he was going to opt into. So another move, it was mainly driven by the Braves freeing up as many, freeing up as much money as possible, and in return, the Braves get a familiar face in Colby Allard. But one of the more interesting comments after last night's move came from Alex Anthopoulos in, in, concerning the 2023 pitching rotation. 
Many have speculated that the Braves potentially could make a significant addition to their 2023 rotation. However, Alex Anthopoulos' comments last night seem to indicate that the Braves also want to place a heavy emphasis on getting some of their more intriguing young arms back on track for 2023 and hopefully beyond. Support for this episode comes from Viator. Sure, a good souvenir is always fun, but it's the experiences that people love the most about traveling. When you get back home, that t-shirt might fade and that snow globe might break, but it's those once-in-a-lifetime memories that will last. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like architectural sightseeing, snorkeling excursions, sunset cruises, and so much more. With Viator, you can reserve everything from simple tours to thrilling adventures with over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries. Whether you're a foodie, a history buff, or an adrenaline junkie, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you can have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Make memories that will last forever with Viator. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Without a doubt, the top storyline for the Braves as we enter Thursday, November 10th, the first day that teams can sign free agents that were with other teams in 2022, as we approach free agency and the time and opportunity for the Braves to make moves, obviously the biggest storyline is the Braves filling their shortstop position long term. But beyond that, I feel like that at least entering into 2023, the starting rotation probably is the one part of this Braves roster that has the most questions about it. And it's not to say that the it, it, it's a liability. It's not to say that the Braves starting rotation is something that that is of great great concern. That's especially the case when you consider the breakout seasons that Kyle Wright and Spencer Strider had in 2022. But when you look at the Braves lineup, as young and productive as it is, and with the fact that Ronald Acuna Jr. will be hopefully back to full health next year, the same with Ozzie Albies, you have to feel fine about the lineup. Sure, the Braves' bullpen has a few pieces that it could add, but the back end of the bullpen seems to be just fine as well, with Colin McHugh and A.J. Minter and Rysel Iglesias all signed for next year or beyond. So when it comes to rotation, it's not necessarily that there are a lot of, you know, really, really, um, you know, important questions. It's not as if there's a lot of concern. It's just that there are a few valid questions. Can Wright and Strider continue in 2023, the breakout seasons they had in 2022? Can Charlie Morton stay consistent, or will he potentially continue to decline like we saw him do at times in 2022? And of course, one of the bigger questions is, is that the Braves have four logical pieces of their starting five 
rotation. They've got Max Reed, Charlie Morton, Kyle Wright, and Spencer Strider. There's been a bit of speculation out there. Could the Braves' big move of this offseason, especially if they don't re-sign Dansby Sponson and don't really go you know, after a, a big move at the shortstop position, could they allocate their money to go get a big-time starting pitcher? I know that there's speculation out there that Jacob deGrom could be an option for the Braves. I don't necessarily know how true that pursuit is going to be, but that is one area where many have speculated the Braves could make their big move. And, and, you know, with talk about the Braves wanting to have a top five payroll in time, if the move is not to make a major investment at the shortstop position, perhaps the Braves could make their starting rotation even stronger by making a big move this offseason to bring in a high-profile arm. But as of last night, Alex Anthopoulos seems to be indicating that that may not necessarily be in the plans. During the media session, after talking about, you know, the Odorizzi trade that brought back Colby Allard, Alex Anthopoulos announced that there was going to be an open competition for the fifth rotation spot after Freed, Morton, Strider, and Wright. There was going to be an open competition, and the names that he, that he threw out were Bryce Elder, Ian Anderson, Mike Soroka, Kyle Muller, and Colby Allard. Now, those comments being made on November 9th, they should certainly be taken with a grain of salt. And again, though it may not necessarily make the most logical sense, the Braves could go out and still make a somewhat relevant to highly significant addition to the starting rotation. At the end of the day, they may still go out and sign a veteran, a veteran innings eater on a cheap contract. But though Alex Anthopoulos' comments, since it's November 9th, should be taken with a grain of salt, I also think that there's a bit of logic in his comments. Because I've talked about it and others have talked about it before, that this offseason... One of the bigger storylines for the Braves outside of what they could do to add to the roster is what is going to happen with some of their more intriguing young talents that have shown very good success in the majors in the past but struggled last year. What can they do to bounce back? And out of that group of five that Anthopolis mentioned to be in the fifth to be options for the fifth starter spot, you're looking at Ian Anderson and Mike Soroka. Two pitchers who had shown in the past in the majors potential all-star level ability on the mound. Kyle Muller in 2022 took some strides when it came to his overall consistency at the minor league level. Bryce Elder at the end of 2022 looked very good. Though it was against the Nationals and Marlins mainly, he filled in very admirably when the Braves called his number at the end of last season. And then of course, as we discussed, though Kobe Allard has struggled in his time in the majors, so far in his career, perhaps being back with the organization that drafted him, we there could be some potential that could be unlocked that could make him an option at times in that fifth rotation spot. Now, as the old saying goes, if you've got five options you're not really that sure of, you don't really have an option that you're confident in. That's the situation that we're talking about for the Braves. But I do think that it is important for Atlanta to still invest, to still put energy into seeing through that these young options, these young arms, have every opportunity that they can to get back going to where they once were. Mike Soroka may never get back to the point that he once was, but there's still 
it looks as if there could be potential in him at least being some type of rotation arm for the Braves to explore. Ian Anderson, yes, he struggled at times in 2020 or for most of 2022, but he's still the same pitcher who over the past, who you know over the past you know two plus years has been outstanding in the postseason at times. So there's still plenty of talent, still plenty of intrigue, and multiple options for the Braves that they could rely on at times in 2023. As we always know, they're starting pitching injuries. So the Braves have their depth options. And I think it makes sense for Atlanta to invest, to look to see that those depth options could potentially fill out the rotation. That should not keep them from exploring adding to the rotation with a veteran piece if it makes sense. But I do think Alex Anthopoulos, there is, you know, while you need to take his comments with a grain of salt, I also do think that there is a bit of truth and that he truly is hoping that this offseason, some of the young arms that he mentions gets back on track to where in 2023 and perhaps beyond, he can get one or two reliable options for the rotation out of that group. But of course, we'll see in time what potential moves the Braves may make. Though, yes, the Braves do have young options that they can go into 2023 to see if those young options could be good support for the main contributors that the Braves have. The Braves still likely have many moves that they're going to make this offseason to make the roster as strong as it can be in 2023 and beyond. Some fun things to look forward to on Thursday. As I mentioned, free agency starts officially to where you know teams can sign talents that were not on their roster in 2023. You've also got MLB trade rumors releasing one of the more anticipated offseason pieces each year, their top 50 free agents. So if you're a fan of baseball and you like the excitement of the offseason, Thursday is really when the action could start. And hey, we may not see that much action to start off the offseason, but we also know Alex Anthopoulos likes to operate quickly. By the time we get to next week, we could be talking about another move that significantly impacts the Braves' plans for 2023 and beyond. And of course, there's no better place to stay tuned than the Battery Power Podcast Network and BatteryPower.com. You can find the Battery Power Podcast, the Daily Hammer Podcast, the podcast to be named later, and the Road to Atlanta Podcast all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSBN, across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that subscribe button and you'll get the latest content when it's available. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. Always a pleasure to be with you. Until next time, we'll talk to you again soon here on The Daily Hammer. (laughs) 